Hey everyone, on November 15th, 2023, we recorded three episodes of the show in front of a live studio audience at The Main in downtown La Crosse, Wisconsin. Here's episode three from the Balancing Act podcast live. There may be a cross-reference or two from the first two episodes, so it may be helpful to listen to episodes 118 and 119 first. The cross-references are minor, so if time is short, it's perfectly fine to start the series here. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Balancing Act Podcast. I'm Andy Tempe. On the Balancing Act, we talk to business leaders and industry experts about the balancing acts we play in our professional lives and learn about the events that put rocket boosters behind their career success. Today, we have a special panel discussion to focus on the importance of youth mentorship and coaching and to the health of our future workforce. To explore this topic, we have Jake Erickson, CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Lacrosse, and his mentee, Chad Wonderling, uh, now interim chief financial officer at Sales Loft in Atlanta. Is that That's correct? correct? That's excellent. Welcome to the show, Jake and Chad. Thank you, Thanks, Andy. Andy. Great to be here. Awesome. Now, before we get started, uh, this is the Tell Our Listeners Your Story. We'll start with you, Jake. Yeah, well, thanks for having us, Andy. And, uh, you know, I need to personally thank you. I've been uh, CEO of the Boys and Girls Club for six years. I've worked at the club for 26 years. And uh, one of my first meetings I had was with, with Andy uh, to get advice of, what am I doing here and, uh, and how to be successful. So thank you for that. But I was born and raised in La Crosse um, and uh, went to Logan High School, grew up with Matt, uh, who mentioned something about a black guy. I'm surprised I didn't get bl blamed for a rock throwing incident too, but, um, but uh, grew up on the north side of La Crosse. And uh, you know, after high school, it took me a, a couple of years to kind of find my way and who I am. Uh, I worked at a warehouse uh, up in the cities and drove forklift and uh, actually uh, figured out how to lift a quarter off the ground with the teeth of the forklift. So uh, that was my claim to fame there. And, and then uh, I was the original Tommy boy. I sold brake pads um, out in New Jersey for about three months. Little known fact people don't know about me. And uh, after some failed attempts there, I worked my way back to lacrosse and uh, been here ever since 26 years at the Boys and Girls Club. And but by far my biggest accomplishment in my life is my family. My wife is here today and my, my daughter Molly and uh, my son Julian is tuning in from Madison. I, I thought for sure you were going to say the greatest accomplishment of my life was picking a quarter up off the floor with a forklift. I did it. Uh, I worked with a guy who actually was on the David Letterman show and uh, he was able to flip the quarter up and get it on the teeth of the forklift. And it took me several weeks, but I, I figured it out. So uh, we'll, let's go somewhere in town and uh, yeah, find yeah, a forklift yeah. and I, I'm, I'll show you how to you do look it. Look at the look on my face. Yeah. I'm like fascinated by this. I, yeah. I, really, want to, I really want to do this. Yeah. Um, Chad, turn to you. Uh, I, I don't believe the forklift story with Jake. <laughs> Cause, cause is it, the, the teeth on those things like that thick. How on earth are you going to get the, the physics of it just make no sense. Jake can barely drive a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great to be here, Andy. Thank you, and thank you, everybody, for being here. So I was raised uh, here in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Really, I'm a product of, uh, of a single mother. And I went to Central High School and went on to Winona State University, where I studied finance and accounting. Uh, got my degree, started at a big four accounting firm. So while we mentioned accountants earlier, I'm a recovering accountant. Um, spent, uh, started my career up in Minneapolis, and then for the last seven years, I've been in Atlanta, Georgia, where I kind of carved out for myself a little niche, where um, from, from a finance leadership standpoint, I help um, really drive hyper-growth companies and startup companies as, uh, as a finance leader. Awesome. Uh, so Jake, what's the connection between you and Chad and how does your connection relate to our theme of youth mentorship and coaching? Yeah, I, I have one of the best jobs in the world. I get to work with kids. I get to work with the community. I get to work with supporters, so many of you that are in this room. Um, but again, I, I, I get to work with kids. And uh, 26 years ago when I started my, my full-time career, I had an opportunity to uh, coach a group of kids that I had for several years. And Chad was, was one of those young people. And that was really my first experience um, as a mentor. And uh, I'm sure I made a lot of mistakes. Um, but I was able to develop a friendship uh, with Chad. And then I got to see him as a high school student, as a college student, volunteer, give back to kids at the Boys and Girls Club. And we've stayed connected over the years. I was in Chad's wedding. Uh, we've experienced uh, family time together, traveled together. My kids uh, have the benefit of receiving mentorship from Chad um, in some of their challenging times in their life. And uh, you know that experience of coaching this young man when he was 12 years old, uh, 26 years later is my best friend. That's fantastic. Uh, Chad, what about your experience at uh, the Boys and Girls Club? How did that success set you up for success in the workplace and in life? Yeah, so the Boys and Girls Club for me, um, my relationship with the Boys and Girls Club spanned about a quarter of a century. And um, significant to me, but not necessarily unique because a number of folks had this experience. But it was really in two phases and in two halves, where I started first as a five-year-old member of the Boys and Girls Club in athletics and, and through a program. And then the second half of the quarter century with the Boys and Girls Club was in that of a coach and in that of a leader and that of a mentor. And really, the Boys and Girls Club for me, it provided incredible experiences, incredible moments, incredible relationships that like obviously still have here today. But really what the Boys and Girls Club did for me in my experience was the Boys and Girls Club was the driving force for developing my character as a person and specifically my core values. And what it set up for me was a um, sense of discipline. Okay, doing things that you don't want to do, just knowing that you got to do them, even if you don't feel good. Consistency, showing up when you don't feel like showing up. The importance of compounding day after day after day, showing up, pursuing better, incremental improvement. All of that, little by little, with my time at the Boys and Girls Club, whether it was that of a member or that of a coach, that is what set me up and defined my values as an individual and as an adult as a leader and as a father and who I am and try to be today. 
we have uh, some finance students in the audience and I'm sure they're learning all about compound interest, et cetera. But, that, but Chad's absolutely right that showing up cons with consistency, with persistence, that is one of the best forms of uh, compound interest uh, that, that you can have. I was astounded as I was uh, preparing for the show. I, I'm a deep introvert by nature, right? And the, the concept of self-promotion to me is just, it runs against, uh, runs against my core. But I'm on LinkedIn and I'm going through one by one my 6,259 uh, connections on LinkedIn. And I'm, it's the first time I've done it. And I'm going through, I'm going, oh yeah that person, oh yeah, that person, oh yeah. And now I've got this whole list of folks that I'm gonna reach back out to that I haven't talked to for 10, 15 years. And the, I can just think of the wonderful conversations we're gonna have and the business opportunities that, uh, that, uh, that or community support opportunities that lay in front of us. Uh, Jake, before we cut to commercial break, tell us a, a, a little bit more about the, kinds of both formal and informal coaching and mentoring opportunities that are available for lacrosse area youth at the club. Yeah, I think uh, one of the most unique things about our community is the number of opportunities are, are for kids, especially at the Boys and Girls Club. We have eight clubs right now in the Lacrosse County and we're building a ninth in Onalaska, the John and Linda Licky Boys and Girls Club. And uh, we're also gonna be building a workforce development center um, sometime starting next year and our goal at the club is to provide you know a, a fun and safe environment for kids provide access but it's really that that number one goal of building supportive relationships with kids and giving kids a childhood they deserve through all these different opportunities that we have um, that is, is, is really the foundation of who they're gonna be someday. And just to go back to the workforce readiness program, um, we all know about some of the work shortage right now or even some of the uh, soft skills that kids uh, or young people when they're entering the workforce maybe don't have. That is the goal of this program is to prepare them to be successful and productive citizens and stay in our community. We heard about that earlier. And uh, I know the lacrosse community uh, is gonna partner with our organization and just really help these kids receive their final gift from our organization. And that is to be set up to be successful in this community and give back and uh, make lacrosse, continue to make lacrosse the special place it is. I just can't stress enough the importance, especially in a post-COVID world where the concept of relationship management, building lasting relationships has really taken a hit and the, the work that, uh, that you're doing to rebuild that as uh, a, an incredibly important skill in, in our economy. It's just wonderful work and I look forward to supporting that. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Andy Tempty. Over the past 35 years, I've learned a lot about business leadership and I'd like to share those lessons with you. Ask yourself, how do I create an effective, sustainable management operating system? How do I design smooth workflows to better serve the customer? 
How do I balance organizational trust with accountability? The Balanced Business describes the practical, step-by-step process you need to answer these questions. Order your copy today, wherever books are sold. And we're back with Jake Erickson from the Lacrosse Boys and Girls Club and Chad Wonderling from Sales Loft. Jake, I believe that we can solve many of our employee engagement, retention, and business productivity challenges by weaving coaching and mentoring into the flow of work across our economy. I think there's uh, if you look at physicians, uh, for example, there is a built-in mentoring and coaching uh, network. But if you if you look uh, across the, the medical profession, for example, that same mentoring and coaching network doesn't exist, and you can see the retention challenges uh, that, that come from that. Uh, Meaningful, coach, meaningful progress here, though, starts in the home. Let's do a thought experiment like we did uh, with, with Neil. Let's suppose you have a group of uh, parents uh, sitting in front of you right now. What, ad what advice uh, do you have for them uh, about taking advantage of uh, the coaching and mentoring opportunities that, that you have? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if I had a group of parents and I get an opportunity to, to talk to parents at the club, um, and unfortunately not every kid has that environment to go home to, so that's our job at the club. So we talk to our staff about providing that. But, you know, being a parent is the most important job you're going to have in your lifetime. Yep. And, you know, if you compare that to how you're going to start a business or how you want to be successful um, to help provide for your family, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to form a team. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that I think we really have to talk to parents about um, is forming that team. But even before we get to that team, um, you must role model, be a role model with good mentorship and coaching. And, and really that starts with just being present. Uh, as much as possible in your kid's life. And that's the greatest gift you can give to a child or a person is just to be present. Matt mentioned this about his, his, uh, his oldest who's 16 years old. So she's a couple years away, like my daughter who's 18 now. Um, we have an opportunity as parents or as mentors with young people, 25% of their life is what we're gonna be responsible for. And then we, the job of, our, uh, of us as parents and as role models is to set them up for the next 75% of their life. I mean, think about that. It's 25% of your young person's life that you're going to be there and be responsible for. So it's just building that foundation with a team. And once that team has been built, it's trusting those other adults that, um, that, you're, uh, you're, that are involved with your kid's life. We, we see a lot of challenges with that with, with uh, parents, especially when you look at youth sports, um, the trust that maybe isn't there that should be there, um, and, and just allowing kids to have a positive experience and control that experience themselves. And if we can do that, if we can support kids, if we can uh, be there for kids, if we can tell them every day, whatever activity they're in is ask them one question, did you have fun? And follow that up with, I'm proud of you and I love you. 
and uh, just support them and support the people that are on your team. Uh, we're gonna have kids um, that are gonna enter our workforce and be productive and engaged. Yeah, it, it, to, to really clarify the, the, this point is, I believe strongly that mentorship and coaching needs to be part of one's lifelong learning journey. And uh, what you're talking about in terms of parents really getting involved and, and, and getting the, building the expectation that mentoring and coaching is going to be part of one's uh, lifetime uh, in, in the world of work. Uh, we're, we're gonna make a lot more progress uh, in, in terms of uh, business. Uh, so Chad, what's your advice to parents on this topic? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, mentoring is not a parachute. It's, it's all about the consistency and it's all about the journey. So first off, in terms of my advice to parents, let me be very clear about this. I am a father to two young boys, two years old and four. I will take all the advice I can <laughs> <laughs> So let me be clear about that one. So I'm usually on the recipient end. So what I'll do is I'll share some advice that I've gotten that I think is really valuable and timeless. Um, Love, love, the, love the point Jake made about presence. I mean, that's the consistency in this day and age. It's not just about being physically present, it's about emotionally and mentally being present um, um, in someone's life. I think the other big thing, and um, there's a close friend of mine once, once gave me some advice, uh, the guy sitting to my right, <laughs> and that is, you know, as parents, we can only do so much. And I think Jake's point about 25% is spot on. We can only do so much. And it is our job to open up the doors and be the gateway to mentors, to finding mentors in our child's life. And those mentors can be related to various functional activities of a child, whether it's sports, whether it's academics. And it's so important from that perspective, but I think as parents, we've got to open our minds and the doors um, to allow our children to do that. I would say the, the one last thing, and, and as part of that is like, let's just drop our agenda as parents as well, because we all have certain biases and certain agendas. Let's drop that, let's be open, open up those doors to mentors of a child. So let's take that a bit further. Let's take it into uh, the adult workforce. Chad, what advice do you have for business leaders to increase mentorship and coaching within their business, either peer-to-peer -peer or peer-to-supervisor? How do we turn mentoring and coaching from kind of a nice-to-have to an integral component of everyone's experience in work? Yeah, and the message that I might share is gonna be no different than, than perhaps what, what Neil uh, mentioned and, and also Matt, and that is, you know, I, in my career, scaling high growth companies, you know, we're so obsessed with, with doing more with less or how can we do things faster? How can we do things bigger? And that's a, that's, those are super important things to think about. But really as we step back and as we think about life, doing things that don't scale are the things that matter most. And the stuff that doesn't scale is the one-on-one, -on -one, person to person, heartbeat to heartbeat stuff. And it's, it's such thing as like, look, at the end of the day, like this work, this project, this won't, this will come to an end at some point in time. But what won't come to an end is how someone experienced me and each other and how we experienced ourselves. And I think 
beginning a little bit with the end in mind and keeping that big picture um, perspective as well. And knowing that like, look, there's, there's, there's process, there's technology in terms of business, but really what runs the business is the people. And as Matt said, his phrase, that's the human capital. Yeah. Thanks for that advice. So, so important. Uh, lightning round questions. Each of you just get uh, the, the, the time machine question. So Jake, we'll start with you. Stuff you in a time machine. You get 280 characters. Uh, go back to an earlier version of yourself. What earlier version of yourself is that and what's the message? Yeah, well, I couldn't help but think of Marty McFly when you uh, <laughs> asked this question. That would make you dock. Right? Um, <laughs> nice. But I love I, it. I, and I also thought about going back to my when my journey started 26 years ago and putting that $100 bet on the Cubs to win the World Series in 2016, which thanks to Chad, I was at one of those games. But I would go back to those late teen years in my life, and I would tell Jake Erickson at that time to continue to have the courage to create your own path, you know? Um, I had a lot of support um, as a young person, but my path was a little different than my peers and my siblings. And uh, that caused, um, you know, a lot of concern for me in my early life of, am I good enough? Am I able to take this path? And that lines up with exactly what we're trying to do with kids at the Boys and Girls Club is create your own path and have the courage to be successful. Yeah. Chad, same question for you. So at what point in my life? So I'd, I would say that there would be m multiple points in my life that I would go back and give the same advice to, whether it's seven years old, 12, 16, et cetera. And that is life happens for you, not to you. So no matter what the circumstances are that might knock you down, um, the adversity that we might face, it's all about how we respond to it. We don't control the event, we control how we respond to it. And let's use it in such a way, and what I wish I would tell myself is, use it in a way so that we are making it work for us, not against us. That's uh, great, great advice. Uh, Jake, as we wrap things up, please tell our listeners how, uh, and the folks at, at home, how they can make a difference in their communities via interaction with their local Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, I mean, the, the great thing is there's 5,000 clubs uh, in is the country. Awesome? So uh, pretty much you can find one in every community. Um, but I would say reach out to your local club. There's so many great things that are happening with academic success and mentoring and leadership and workforce readiness and just tons of opportunities to get a tour, um, to figure out uh, you know, how you can maybe share your passion and talents and, and serve your local Boys and Girls Club. And of course, there's a lot of ways to support and that support can mean so many different things. Um, but it, it really takes a village. Um, and that's not just a saying, that's, that's things that are happening in our community and needs to happen in all communities to make sure that we're giving kids that opportunity at that future that they deserve. So um, I would encourage you to reach out and, uh, and find out as much as you can about Boys and Girls Clubs and, and the kind of impact that you can have really can change lives. And, uh, 
and there's more Chad Wonderlings out there um, that you know we can uh, we can help and support and and then can be up on a stage like this and making me look good. I wasn't sure if I belonged on this stage, oh, especially uh, with you, Andy, and and then following Neil and Matt. But something I'm really good at and I love to do is surround myself with with good people and people that fill all my weaknesses and. Uh, Chad did a good job of that here tonight. Well, that, that is fantastic uh, leadership advice. Surround yourself with uh, with folks that uh, that that uh, fill, fill your weak points. Uh, did we leave anything on the table here? What 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 went unsaid that we that we should talk about? No, I just uh, I appreciate this opportunity and. Um, you know, leadership, I, I think, can be a hard thing at times. I really do. Um, so I just encourage people that want to be leaders to keep working. But surround yourself with as many leaders as possible. Um, that's something that this community and myself, I'm really fortunate. I look around this room and all the supporters and board members and people that um, are there to give advice. So especially to some of our young people, don't be afraid to ask. Pick up That's that right. phone call or pick up that phone, make a call, go visit uh, your leaders in your community um, because they're there to help. I am who I am and I'm here today because of a lot of people that helped me along the way. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for advice and ask for help. And I would say lastly, just in terms of leadership, you know, it's, it's all upon, it's, it's upon each of us. And it's, it's not about title. It's not about pay, it's not about compensation, it's not about rank. It's simply about making people or situations better. No more, no less, that's it. It's on each of us and we all have the opportunity to do it and can decide to do it any point in time we want to. Excellent, well, please thank uh, Jake and Chad. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. This is the Balancing Act Podcast. I'm Andy Tempty. You can find us on all the major streaming services. Please like, subscribe, rate, and most importantly, share this public good with your friends and neighbors. We will see you next time.